You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. This is the day that the Lord has made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. And God is good. Praise the Lord. Not at times, not most times. Every single time. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Alright, so I want to read something this morning. Um, Luke chapter 16. I want to read verse 10. Oh, I can see I got Patrick. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Luke chapter 16, verse 10. Uh, so we started first service, and that's why I want to read this. We've been saying that, or I started saying, many times there are steps to take, but we don't take them. We just ask God to do something, and God will never violate his word. Are you with me? So, Christians, especially African Christians, want to plead with God to do something that he has told them to do or how to do. So, the best form of prayer, the best type of prayer you should pray, they are the prayers that you seek to inquire from God to show you from his words on steps to take. You cannot bypass the word of God. Are you following me? So many times, people pray that, Lord, lift me up. Take me to higher ground. <laughs> but then God says, the way to higher ground is take this step, take this step, take this step. But many times, they will not. But they will keep praying. And the prophets of old spoke about that. That yet they made noise every day. But I have told them to take this step, but they will not. So many times, People like to pray for increase, for expansion, for God to make them great, but they don't take our time to search in God's word how to be great. Hallelujah. And I explained for service that the reason why we are looking at this is because of the prophecy that it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of God shall be established on top of the mountains and the hills above all hills and all nations shall, be, shall flow to it, which is in Micah chapter 4, it will start from verse 1, and the same promises in Isaiah chapter 2, word for word. Two places. The mountain of the house of the Lord. In these last days, God's people must have influence. And don't underestimate the power of influence. Now, you cannot have influence doing something small. You, have, you can only have influence doing something great. However, something great comes from something small. So that's why I want to teach this principle or these two important factors. So I started first service with the first one, that God has created steps to take, that if you take those steps, you multiply. You increase. All the good things happening in your life will be multiplied. You become more productive. So instead of saying, oh God, lift me up, you should check what steps do I climb to get to the top. Because the steps have been laid down and two very important steps we are looking at this morning. So we check out the first one in first service. And then I want to talk about the second one, which we should give attention to. 
So first service, I spoke about the first step, gratitude. And I said they are connected together. If you are not, so you, you, if you were not, so for all of us that are for second service, just get the message. If you are not grateful, people are talking about prayer, fasting, sit through all kinds of things. But if you check through the Bible, you see more emphasis on these two things. So I told them all through first service how Jesus, the disciples said to Jesus that, what is this among so many? In John chapter 6, when they brought the bread to him, and they, you know, at first they said that, let's send them to town to go and buy food. If you are not grateful for what you have, you keep searching for things around, and it's an effort in futility. You can so, you can get so engrossed with what you want. You can get so preoccupied with what you want that you cannot even see what God has done in your life. So they looked at the size of the crowd and the amount of bread that will feed them. And then they said that let them go and buy. Jesus said that no. Rule number one, they do not need to go away. God doesn't want people looking for outside for help. He said they don't need to go away. So when he said that, then they found the first miracle that somebody had five loaves and two fish. When you stop looking at that, you look inside, you will decide that you have something. But the second temptation is not to despise what you have. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So Jesus shifted the attention that don't look at, don't look for loaves around, look inside. Now when they look inside, they found two, five loaves and two fish, and Jesus said, mm-mm. So one of them responded, said, okay, okay, we've seen five loaves and two fish, but what is that among so many? At times a Christian owes 50,000 in his hand. Because you want to buy a car of 2.5 million, you have 50, and you'll begin to say that what is 50,000? Anything in the hands of a grateful man is an asset. Say amen. amen. That you went to school and you finished is already a blessing. That course might have not given you what you want yet, but start being grateful. Can I hear amen? Hallelujah. And I got to the point that there's a first time that, that you are even in Lagos, you'll be grateful. The day a copper told me to send 20 and she was begging. She wanted to come to Lagos and she had no place to stay. That was when I realized that some people are dreaming of coming to Lagos. Is that true? But the, the only obstacle is that they don't know who to stay with. Now you are here and abusing Lagos day and night. <laughs> Amen. So, we looked at all that first service and I don't want to go into that. You, you understand? But that is the normal principle and it's connected to the second. It will lead to the second one I want to talk about now. And which is faithfulness. If you are not grateful, you can't be faithful. But after showing gratitude and appreciating what he has given you, the next thing. So, let's start this way. You will never, you will never stand before Pharaoh to interpret his dream. If you are not first of all ready to interpret the dreams of prisoners. Are you with me? If you cannot defend the sheep and your lamb against lion and bear, he will not give you his people to defend. So that's the reason for this Luke chapter 16 verse 10. That the Bible says, instead of praying that Lord make me great, there is a part. He that is faithful in that which is least. Hallelujah. Are you, are you following me? So the Bible says that he that is faithful in that which is least is... Now, can you look at the construction here? Jesus is talking there. He's not saying he that is faithful in that which is least will be faithful in much. But what's the word there? 
So, he won't wait till then. Instead of saying that he that is faithful in little, you also be faithful. But he said, no, he that is faithful in little is already. Is already. Are you following me? Why is this virtue very important? And believe me sincerely, it is lacking among so many Christians. Faithfulness. How many faithful men do we have? How many faithful women? How many people hold on to their words? But the aspect we are looking at, of course, it's all encompassing. We, also look, we are looking more at, at the aspect of how faithful are you with the little? Somebody is planning to be a billionaire, but you are not faithful with the 100,000 you have. Look at the next one. Huh? We'll come back anyway. Jesus added the next one. Verse 11. If therefore you have not been faithful in a righteous mammon, who will commit unto true riches? Next one. This is where I'm going. Uh, if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? In God's plan, when God wants to give you your own, it does not start with your own. Oh, how many people... Yes, yes, there is that lofty dream and vision of employing 1,000 people, doing this in the office. But right now, everyone will start you working under somebody. If you don't show faithfulness, forget about the dream you have. Are you following? Praise the Lord. You know, you can be so occupied with the fact that you are dreaming of something big that you don't want to touch something small. But if you are too big to serve, you are too small to lead. Are you following me? So if all that has consumed your attention, that's why you wake up, you drag your feet to that office. Because you are telling yourself, I'm not supposed to be here. All you see in your heart is that my turnover is in 10 million. Here they are paying me 100,000 and they drag your feet. You don't understand the 10 million is in that 100,000 in that office where you are. And the moment you are unfaithful, is somebody hearing me? Praise the Lord. First Samuel 17. Let's start from verse 34. See, the moment David stood before Saul, we have been marked every day. And we don't know. We have been assessed by God every day. Yes. You know, I've told you here before, and I'm, I usually, every time I have opportunity of talking to young ladies, I tell them, if you get to stay in the house of people, maybe older siblings or a friend or somebody that you are married and you are there, do your best to help them take care of the kids and how you are investing into your own future. Are you following what I'm saying? You are there in the house, you are doing big gear, you won't do anything, you won't touch anything. And every time you are dreaming that of that wonderful home, wonderful wedding. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And David said to Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. Men and brethren, please pay attention. This is heaven's, but this is very important. The Bible says that the ungodly don't know at what, at what they stumble. It is not bad to stumble where you know why you are stumbling, so that you will avoid another day. It becomes terrible when you are stumbling and you don't know what is bringing you down. Now, the Bible is saying that, because this, is, this needs to be told to Christians across this nation, that all their acrobatics in the place of prayer, asking God, 
As soon as they finish praying on the mountain, they come back to the valley and they do observe this principle. And they are out. And remember, God will not violate his word. Are you following me? Once you see prayers being multiplied, prayer is extremely important, you know. I told you we love to pray and fast here. I'm just saying that if you repeatedly you are praying and praying and nothing much is happening, begin to check this area. Something is missing somewhere. And may God show you light from his word to understand why things are not working the way they are working. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. So this is David talking to King Saul. He was saying that he said, remember this guy was just about 16 then. Then by the time he was saying Goliath, he was 17. He took a lamb out of the flock. Next verse. I went out half time. See the way he's talking. And smote him. Now, listen to me, everybody. I don't have time to go that way. When we talk about the wealth of Laban crossing into uh, uh, Jacob's hand. But remember that Jacob sat day and night. When he was talking to his wife, he said when it was raining, when it was dry, I was outside there keeping your father's sheep. He said that the rain was beaten by the night. And he said in the, in the afternoon, the sun was... He said, when an angel saw it, he showed me a vision that led to multiplication. So first of all, he was given. This was Jacob that the father laid hands on and transferred the eternal blessing of Abraham to. But God said that the same way we started with Joseph, let us start this way. You have received the blessing now. You don't climb the ladder from the top. You are now Abraham, Abraham's representative on that. Heaven reckons with you as a covenant carrier... But first of all, it is that which is another man that must come first. So before this covenant will work for you, go and serve under Laban first. And what many believers do is that they are never faithful to Laban. And Laban is a trick master. It will cheat you, but your faithfulness is needed. Can I hear amen? Is somebody hearing me? Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> the same thing there. If David got home, imagine a CCO boy coming out and saying that, oh, you took 200 sheep out. How come you are bringing 199? He said, ah, ah, lion killed one now. Oh, my age, you Honestly, I don't know the meaning. I've just been hearing it around lately. I said, who is saying that? What was, what was the meaning? <laughs> Sorry, where did it come from? Because lately I've been hearing, you know, <laughs> there's a Nigerian kickboxer that I saw briefly yesterday in America, in uh, South Africa. I mean, he's won all kinds of titles. And the white man told him that, can you speak to your Nigerian fans? And he started speaking Yoruba. And what he just said that, ah, in South Africa, Molu or Pambi Bai. He just won that title. And he said, ah, show me a so I'm like, oh, what is this about this? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> are, you, are you with me? <laughs> so David said, if he came home, every, anybody would have understood him. Ah, you tried. He should have a very, that, that would have been a good reason to say that I, I took 100 out, I brought 98 back. You should even thank God, even me, I barely made it. Akilode. He brought, but not David. There was this attitude in him that I took 100 out. I must bring back 100. When somebody starts a business, oh, I was babbing somewhere one day and there was a shop beside them and they were talking about boys in that shop. Don't know that shop doesn't stay in Nigeria. And then the baba was saying that uh, the, it, it will travel. The boys will come, resume 12, they will close the shop by 2. 
So, but when he was around, they will open the shop by eight and till five, they'll be there. I want to tell the Bible, I didn't want to enter them. But no, I mean, when you are in Salon, as a pastor, you just keep your mouth. I wanted to tell the girl, tell those boys, they have no future in business with what they are doing. The man is not around. The man might not be a Christian, but God is around and is watching. A man is paying you to help him stay in the shop. See, if you are not okay with the amount, don't do the job at all. But if you do, you are collecting money and you are doing it anyhow. When the man is around, you are there. When it's not around, you close the shop. You don't even come at times because he cannot see you. What you are just telling everyone is that I am unfaithful. I'm not qualified for mine. You will have, that kind of person will have that big dream forever. They dream, in the dream world, it will be a king. In the real world, it will be a pauper. Yes. Every night, he goes to his kingdom when he's asleep. Over there, they respect and adore him. But here, <laughs> and this is happening to a lot of people. That which is, nobody crosses, if you don't understand this principle, to the other side. This is very important. Another man's. What belongs to someone else? So David said that my father, even though it was his father, he said, but he said, when I saw lion, I said to myself, no, the lion took one and ran away. He should have let the lion. He said, but no, no. I, I, when God saw that attitude, straight away, when you talk about overnight success, it only, please write this down, it only happens to those who are faithful over the years Overnight success is true, but that night is the longest night. I have seen a woman controlling traffic. Many of you saw it when they gave, gave her a word and gave her a million. They changed her life in one day. Now, people look at that example, but remember, it was, I don't know which area, somewhere in Lagos. For many years, she was there, sunlight, sun, rain, she was there. Some of the people that awarded her were in primary school when she was already doing that. And everybody testified that this woman deserved. In one day, they changed her life. Christians like that kind of testimony that one day, what about Joseph? One night he was a prisoner. The following night he was a boy. You see, he passed the test. Once you pass this test, you can have the most rapid promotion ever. But the test must be passed. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Yeah. The test must be passed. Are you with me? You know, I said in the morning that some, they, they were dancing when they got the letter, offer letter for that job. But now, you've lost every joy, every enthusiasm. You are now, you, as you are going to office, you are complaining, you get there. When you close, you complain till you get back home. You complain till you fall asleep. You are, <laughs> the way some people look at their salary, even the salary is angry. They are just, they, they, you know, the, the, the money itself says, I can't serve you. The, the way they look at me, I can't serve you. They are angry. And you don't know. But the same thing. When I was talking to them, I told them, this is what we even transfer to marriage. Somebody that asked you out and you were jumping. A lady that said yes to you and you could not sleep. Now, you look at her, you don't talk for one week. When you were not living together in those days, if she didn't call you one day, you could call 50 times. If you were in the moon. You know the way love, the way it does people. That doing is powerful. You know, they were, when I was serving, serving Katuna, they told us not to be coming back early in the night, not to be traveling in the night. One guy in the name of love, the girlfriend was in a bad also. He, he left, and we, we're going to do a very important 
stop. They were going to evaluate us at NMPC then. Where I was in NMPC. They were coming to evaluate us the following morning. And this guy still went, he went in the morning to Ibadan to check his girlfriend and came back with night bus and came straight to office and sat down. That is love. All of a sudden, Ibadan was just at his backyard. <laughs> now I'm coming, you know, like that. But you see, you can see that the same person can get married after one, you know, what, whatever you, you are grateful, whatever you have thanked God for, keep thanking him for it. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So Jesus said that he that is faithful in little. So David showed that faithfulness. I want to say, I want to show you something about God. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9. This is God's attributes. And he must say this to a man. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God. The faithful God, which keepeth covenants. He said, I want you to know that the one you call the Almighty, he is a faithful God. This is God. It's one of his attributes. It's his major personality. Uh, 19 verse 11. Let's read again. Revelation 19 11. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Revelation 19 11. I saw heaven open and behold a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called what? This is God's attributes. And he said this about Moses. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 5. Let's read. Are you following, are you, are you following me today? Hebrews 3, 5. The Jesus that you are going to see at the battle of Armageddon, his name is called Faithful and True. Oh, I told them for service. Integrity begins with time. Honestly, a lot of Africans don't have integrity. It's an African man that will tell you 3 o'clock and come 3.30. And when you say you are late, he gets angry. It's not just 3.30. He feels that there's no difference between 3 and 3.30. Some of you might be here, you do the same thing. I want to tell you today, it's a very wrong attitude. When they say an event is 5 o'clock, you start dressing up quarter to 5. It is a wrong thing. Can you say like Freddy Casey Price? He said 40 years have come and gone. I've never been late once in 40 years. That's a record. That's a record. See, if something you cannot control should happen, everyone will understand. If you are the type that always, there are people, if I call for a meeting and they come late, I don't bother to ask them why are you late because they are never late. I know that for them to be late, something must have happened. But there are some other people, even if they give you excuses, you don't really believe. Because constantly they are late. And they will always have something to say why they are late. If you can't conquer ordinary time, you can't conquer anything. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I can tell them in the morning. You, you, you know you are going somewhere very, your friend is doing well that you are the best. You are going somewhere at 7 o'clock. You know you are the type you love sleep. You are asleep, you are very, and you know you love to sleep for 6, 7 hours straight. It's 11.30, you are watching something on TV and you will continue to watch till 12. And you'll be convincing yourself that when it is 6, I will get up and drink. When you know in reality that waking you up by 6 is like sending you to hell. Ability to be so disciplined that you tell yourself the truth. Hey, I love my long sleep, so I'm going to bed now so that I can wake up on time. Nobody's watching yet you are judging yourself because you are you believe that nobody sees you, but you're under a surveillance. You are thinking about the future and you don't play with things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. Can you imagine God saying this about Moses? A faithful guy. Numbers chapter 12. I want us to read something from there. Numbers 12. When Aaron and all of them gathered around Moses and they were talking, and God used one expression. I think we should start from verse 3. You know, they said Moses married an Ethiopian woman. And the Bible said, now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the advance wall. And the Lord spoke suddenly to Moses and to Aaron and to Miriam. Come out, three of you. And they came out. Now, verse 5. That's what I'm going. And the Lord came down and stood in the door of Tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam and they came forward. You know, they were telling Moses that, are you the only one? You feel like champion. You say this, you say that. And God heard what they were saying. And God came down. So three of you come out. So they came and God said, okay, Aaron and Miriam, come forward. Let's talk. Verse 6. And he said, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known to him in a vision and speak to him in a dream. Verse 7. My servant Moses is not so. What's the next thing? Can you see God vouching for a man? Moses did not even reply his siblings back. See, many times when we answer people, Moses did not even defend himself. When they started talking, God said, what? They don't just talk about Moses like that. Say, all of you come out. He said, Aaron and Bernard, the two of you talking, come out. He said, let me make you understand something. If there are prophets among you, I am the one who gives them vision. He said, but Moses is beyond that. He said, this guy, I have found him faithful in all. God made sure before the greatest power on earth then, ability to speak and the heart open and swallow people was committed to Moses and the same thing. You see this pattern in everybody. Jacob sat under Laban. God, first of all, allowed Moses to go to Jethro. Jethro was an unbeliever and Moses was with Jethro for 40 years as a shepherd. Remember, he was raised in Egypt as prince of Egypt. But first of all, he went because he that we ascend must first of all descend. He first went under Jethro and Jethro had no clue that the guy that was sending around as his ex-man was heavily anointed. He didn't know. One day a month old, we just told Jethro, I want to go back to my people. When Jethro came to visit Moses years later and he saw two million people bowing before Moses, he almost lost his feet. He never knew that the guy that was in his house. That was the same thing why Jesus said, I let John baptize me. John said, no. You are the one. He said, no. Let's follow the deal process. If Jesus was not humble enough to of John, the heaven wouldn't be open over him. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Because what is happening to majority is that their attention is so much on what they want to become that you overlooking what is going on right now. What is going on right now inside it is what you are trying to get. Shout that word again. Say faithfulness. Hallelujah. You know, two cannot, Bible says, can two work today except they agree. If God is a faithful God and you are not a faithful person, it becomes difficult. You can't work together. Hallelujah. You know, if I want to get this thing today, we'll get to the point. So I'm just looking at the aspect of, oh, oh Lord Jesus, your pain might be small as a teacher. See, breakthrough messages, they made us. The other side, there is the good side of understanding that God can bless. But the other side of it, they robbed us of many things. And one of the things is just faithfulness. Somebody is teaching. 
and he's hearing testimonies of people being blessed by me, Lord, it feels like I should leave the job and get something because you want the same thing. Your breakthrough might be that one of the students that will pass under you will become something one day. You know there are people that can change your life in one day. Some people can be so great, so influential. Maybe one of those, maybe one of your students, he is now, let's say, a governor, a president, whatever. He calls you and he says to you that, thank you for teaching me. I am giving you 500 million naira. Those who have gone ahead of you can't catch up with that kind of thing. And he says, whatever you need, just come to Asurok, I will give you. After all, Professor Shibadjo, President Buhari, these people were taught by some people. Where are those people? They were taught by some people. There was a nanny that took care of some of them. That was giving them knock on their head. Not knowing what will happen. I vowed many years ago that I won't even take it lightly playing with all these children in the church. I love them so much. We don't know who will become who. Everybody whose name you are hearing now came to this world just like that. Whether you talk about football, you talk about Messi, there was a time he was born also. The ball didn't come out when they gave back to him. But so, when we look at Green Party, we don't remember that they too came into world like any other person. And some people attended their party. Some teachers told them in school. Some bullies beat them up. Only for them to discover. Oh, what a great person they just passed by without knowing. Hallelujah. So, to wrap it up. As David stood before Saul, he was mentioning that I did allow my sheep to go away. He says, so I am here to fight Goliath. That one shot, boom, that brought Goliath down. Inside that one shot were many days of preparation when nobody saw him. Messages on patience, they are not very common. Everybody wants something, but the sincere truth is that the greatest breakthroughs, the greatest blessings, they are reserved for those who go the way of what I'm saying now. Faithfulness. I have seen where drivers have been promoted, earning more than, uh, more than uh, 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 managers under the same MD, drivers. And he told them, touch that man not. He's been my driver for 25 years. He told the driver, he gave the driver a house. When he was dying, he put the driver's name in his will. There is no salary that guy can receive. Before the man, they already gave the driver a duplex and two cars. When he was dying, he put his name in his will. And he said, this guy drove me from when I had little managing till the day everyone opened upon our business. And he said, he has been my driver since. He went to any room in their house. He said, this guy had an opportunity. He said, I have sent him to go and take money from my drawer before and he never touched anything. Payday. If the driver should say, the guy put all the driver's children, went abroad to study. The driver was going for convocation of his children in university in America. And he was still a driver. The guy said, you are going to stay here as my driver for you want. Whatever you want. While the driver was ending that, so he put the have that tied to MD. But the MD no pass. <laughs> their vicinity. They are just managing some things. And directing some other things. No, I, I'm just letting us know. See, it, it, it is... You have to understand this. Hallelujah. Have you read before? This one went viral. The old woman that died, that was a man. Nobody knew and will everything to the maid that was taking care of her. 
about five million dollars to the maid that was taking care of her. She said, this girl took care of all my children and when I was sick, she stayed with me. Faithfulness. Oh, I read the story of a man and I, I forgot, it's quite, the man is popular, the, the wife fell sick and lost her memory and lost everything. She couldn't even recognize him again. And people go to the house and they saw him still putting her head on his lap and singing to her. I want to be fair, said, but she doesn't know you again. She doesn't know who you are to her. And the guy said, yes, she does not know who am I to her, but I know who I am to her. That I'm not doing it because of her. I'm doing it because of who I am. I am her husband. I have chosen to be. Whether she knows or she doesn't know, I am still her husband. So she might have forgotten because she's lost her memory. I am not lost mine. I am still her husband. So I will still do what husband should do. Oh, everyone is searching for faith. They are the men that people call those whose, whose heart is perfect towards God. It's not that they are perfect. It's that there's a solid heart in them. They are dependable. Not only God, even a thief is looking for a faithful man to walk on time. When a thief steals money, he wants to be sure that where he's passing it to, the person is not a thief. It will go further than skills. When you have tried all the latest things in town, eventually you will go to one thing that works. Now, I was talking in hospital, now they are craving back for chloroquine. Because all these ones, innovations, are, they are failing people. But you use menu and they find that there is nothing. But chloroquine is faithful. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, it, it has been an ancient virtue that is disappearing with time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There are some buildings in this Lagos. They've been constructed over 50 years. They are still solid. You see more than new buildings. Even yourself, you are inside. Every you are reading Psalm 23, the Lord shall, <laughs> shall watch over me because you know that I can fall any time. Check the kind of cement, what they use for this, what they use for this. It's getting, faithfulness is disappearing. Friends can't trust friends again. And it grieves us beyond measure when we find Christians like this also. Who is a faithful person that you can tell yourself? Who will tell you that I won't tell anybody? And under no circumstance will the person tell somebody. How do we begin to build this virtue again? You see, it is needed everywhere. But it's not common. You, it's a common to hear ladies now say that I don't have any friend. I just have, I have uh, what they call it, acquaintances, but I don't have any friend. Well, we should ask you also, even you that you are saying you don't have any friend, are you? <laughs> but I'm saying that must have friend, must show yourself friendly, or say yourself friendly. So it begins with you. So you know you see all these things around. Offices now people can't trust people, and this is where believers have an advantage. Honestly speaking, when you're trying, when you're testing people, you are there. Things don't look right, yet you stay doing what you should be doing. You get the office seven. If you're supposed to be there, and you don't leave until you're supposed to close, the pain will come. You go further who are running around trying to make it work. It's an eternal principle. I know that after first time, somebody, somebody said to me, message of WhatsApp that they were watching me and what I was saying. I know this is going around and people are listening to me. And I want everybody to help me get this message out. The reputation of Christians in Nigeria is not very good. 
And it's, you see, we, we, many times people blame pastors. Actually, if you are a popular pastor, you are in trouble. But you see, it's a collective thing. The only way I can, I can also ascribe a little bit of blame to some of our preachers is that we don't emphasize some of these things anymore. Seven days of breakthrough, amen, you receive, you get it, amen, and come and fast. We have replaced these God, godly virtues with ancestral fights, chasing demonic spirits up and down. And those demons are entertaining us. They just take you around. I brought deliverance, man. See, when you, when you start saying, come out, demons, when I pray for people, you order them out and leave the result. Just walk away. Asking questions, they will entertain you. We are from several mountains. After the 24th sea, my name is Rombia. There was what we did. When I was second, and the spirit was just, I just, I said, this guy, just, this spirit just entertaining us. He said, I've captured the souls of so many men. What is your name? My name. No, I won't tell you. You know, it's very, it's like you are watching movies. It's very interesting. <laughs> and I told her at a point, there was a lady we were praying for. I said, Do all these things. The demon just stopped talking. The girl just bone and did like this. So I told him, my friend that was praying, we we're praying together. He didn't know the meaning of what I pray. So he bent down and said, Are you hearing me? The girl just gave him a packet. <laughs> I just tell myself, I said, watch and pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will not allow a demon to box me. <laughs> Glory to God. Are you, are you following me today? This is, the, the Lord is calling us to this. When something is given to you, to handle, this pains me. Honestly, I'm not, you see, it has happened many times where I've been. I have been in part of many committees or many, many things. We wanted to have like dinner or something and we called a Christian caterer and the caterer disappointed us. There was one I was, the food did not arrive till the program ended. Of course, we made up our mind never again. When they ask you to do something, are you very dependable? It's part of this faithfulness we are talking about. When you say to someone that, sorry, I'm with you, are you really with the person? <laughs> you are like, you see, as you are looking by, it's me you are saying. Yet you are never there. This message, this kind of message, we have to re-enter the body of Christ to prepare saints for end time. The soul of the nations of the heart. It's not limited to Nigeria. Other nations are crying that their politicians are playing foul on them. It's getting more simple everywhere in the world. They are facing in Germany and it's becoming a serious issue across the globe now. All over the world, people don't trust politicians again. They say arrested the former prime minister of, of, of China or so to sentence him to the... It's going around. People don't trust anything. It's because some is cried. I said, faithful men are disappearing from the face of the earth. Men who are there for nothing else but to serve and who will keep their words? When you ask out a lady as a guy, are you serious when you say you are beautiful? Or just anything that will help you seek your attention? And you are thinking you are, you think you are fine. 
<laughs> you, you know, inside you, you are like, you are so beautiful. Inside you are like, see, see her head. You know, she lay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Is somebody with me? But let me just, we will apply to meditate, but let's just stay on lane today. Whatsoever you are doing right now, there is future in it if you are grateful. Which will lead to, once you are grateful, it will cause you to stay there. And if you are grateful, then you become faithful, you are going higher. Jesus said that if you are faithful in the least, more will be given to you. This is the pathway to more. So I actually don't need to pray for more. I just need to pay attention to what is already in my hand. These two principles, being gr grateful and being faithful. I read to them for service what God told Agai to do when the son was dying. He said, lift up that baby in your hand. Because she went to put the baby down. And it is the wisdom of God that when things are, going, are depreciating under you, lift it up in gratitude. It's time... And gratitude is not song. Many of you, you don't have to have a voice to say it's a state of heart where you are truly grateful for everything. Like, Lord, I just thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Really. I was listening to a team that won World Cup one time. And I said that they didn't even think they were going to win World Cup. See, this at time nullifies the law of confession. I'm not saying, of course, we are faith preachers and the rest. He said, We just thought, we said, when they told that we we're qualified for World Cup, we won one match and said we we're qualified. We we're so happy. We were so happy to participate in World Cup only for us to go and win it. This is why, unlike what people, I saw the day drove, I was watching until they drove by London in Cote d'Ivoire to dedicate the hospital he built. The joy that was in him and the, what he was saying that we just didn't know this would be us. Say so years back, I used to watch Rashid Akin on TV and hoping to be, if you are grateful. Too many times we are so consumed about what is not working and what we want to do that you forget about what you have done and what is happening. Hallelujah. Some have their health intact. Nothing is wrong with them. Except the one they are bringing on, they say, by depression. No sickness. Yet he sits down every day. What? <laughs> you, Satan is not afflicting you. You are afflicting yourself. What, why is he doing that? Expecting one contract that is here to click. And the next thing, he opens his mouth and he says it. I don't know why things are not working in this country. Things are not working. Your leg is working. Your eyes are working. You had breakfast. You drove your car out to go and see your friend. You are alive in health. Your friend is alive now. You are telling your friend that nothing is working. Ah. You hold everyone's courts. Honestly speaking, how can you carry yourself, walk, to someone's house, high five the person, and the next I'm going to say is, I say, you know, nothing is working in the country. So, what brought you all the way? This is how we talk. And when you begin to talk like that, even things working will start going down. Gratitude and faithfulness. Every, no matter what anybody listening to me is doing, it is capable of becoming so great in your hand if you follow these two things. You have a product, you don't have the luxury of sleeping till 10 in the morning. Faithfulness, part of it is discipline. It demands that you believe so much in what you are doing that it takes you out of your house at the right time and you don't return 
again. I will give you this one example and I'll close. See, nowadays, of course, many of you know, I try to limit how many people I see in a day because I love to read and I love to pray. So when it's getting to like four or five people, I just want to stop. When we were at Blue Pier on this same toy, we're just about 100 or 120 then, because all the places we were using before, they were event center that would only use 9 to 11 on Sunday, and then it would become a disco party place or whatever after that. So they were the first people to give us a store to keep our instruments. And we only had access to it just Sunday. But then inside that store, they gave us a small room. No window, no nothing there, just to keep things. So I put a table there and chair. So occasionally, when people wanted to see me and they were free during the week, I would say they should come and see me there. You know, no, nothing. And I remember one morning, I sat down in the house like 11. I think I was listening to a message and the Lord said to me that, do you really want an office? Go to that space and start sitting down there every day. The first three weeks, I was sitting down every day, nobody, nobody. I was counseling myself and cobwebs and all those things there. By my side, two speakers, by ear, the drum set, and I had the table at the middle, and I was sitting there for about four hours every day, just sitting there, reading, reading, devotional, reading, whatever. I was just obeying God. So I would get around 10, and I would leave around 2, 3. And I would do that every day. Everyone sees. What I've shared with you today, it cuts across both Christians and non Go and ask every great person, even among unbelievers. But when you say that, I, well, you are dreaming, I want to have an office on this side. Refrigerator. This one, deep freezer. You have, you have, you have, the, you have, the, you have the diagram. A couch here. <laughs> you can describe it to anybody. Flat screen here and then at the back here. You know, you start like this on top. And what the, your office, oh, five bedroom duplex. My secretary's office is at the front here. Then my PA. <laughs> then the conference room. And every morning, the business you are doing, you are at home till 11, 12. Waiting for the day one breakthrough will come that will give you money sufficient to rent that office and stay there. If the money comes, come, if it comes at all, you will squander it. Are you with me? I, told, I was talking to media department. I said that, see, if you don't play football with anything available, Boots will not help you. The starting stuff is that almost all players, you will play on a field that is not a standard field. Sometimes during, at, at times in the afternoon, I'll just go out here and I see the students here in this school. They are playing ball. That is how it will start. Nobody will start on the carpet grass. Say, say I, I'm, I'm, I, the vision I see, I'm going to be a footballer. But I'm waiting for the day I will get to wear carpet grass. Grown, my boots must be white boots. And Jesse, that when all those things are ready, then I will carry the same board they used in the last World Cup. I'll bring it to the field and start practicing. You will never, because Ecclesiastes 11.3 will defeat you. If you look at the sky, you will not plant. If you look at the wind, you won't plant. If you look at the sky, you will not harvest. Real footballers will start playing. They will remove their clothes, remove their school shoes, and start playing. It gets to a point, then a, a boot will come in, and then it gets to a point they are playing on proper pitch. Is that not the process? So why should a man be thinking that I'm going to be a billionaire in business and everything? You are at home day and night, waiting. You wait forever. The time has come for us to be faithful. What has the Lord given you that you are not faithful to? What is what are the things in your life? Wake up to them now. In them, 
that future you are looking for is in those things that are already with you. You know, I will end with this. The reason why God, when he said to Adam that it is not good for man to be alone, Genesis chapter 2, he brought animals. That's what the next verse says, before he brought him. Many of you that have attended, have attended singles, you've heard me say this many times. If you don't know how to treat friends very well, you cannot treat fiancé very well. The best guys who can handle a woman very well are guys who can, who can handle their lady very well are guys who can first of all handle female friends very well. Not taking advantage of any lady. She's a friend, she's a friend. You help her do things without strings attached. When you are married, you have the configuration to handle a woman. The same thing a woman. That, that's the way it is. Hallelujah. If you don't know how to handle friends and people right now very well, and all you are thinking is a very good relationship, you are just making a mistake. It begins with where you are right now. That's where it begins. That, 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 that's the starting point. And when I get to my husband's house, I, I will so much decorate the house. It will be a nice house. But you are living with people now. All you do is to lock yourself in and lock yourself on the internet. They are cooking, you are not part of it. They are doing everything, you are not part of it. You won't clean there. Even you won't clean your room. And you are saying that when I marry that man, ah, when people come to a house, they will take. They will take. The only thing they will take. <laughs> Oh, blessed be the name. Somebody bless this morning. <laughs> Glory to God. Let me stop here. Shall we rise? Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.